Guys, this is Aaron Griffin, host of the Get After It podcast, episode 197, and it is December 31st, 2022. Three years ago today, I started this podcast, and it's been over a year since we put out an episode. Going through and studying back, looking at what we've done with this podcast, I'm going to be frank, guys. I don't like the intro, so I'm doing my own intro for today's episode. This is the Get After It podcast. This is for entrepreneurs, both current and aspiring, and frankly, it's for folks who are trying to win. It's for folks who are trying to not only do something big, but they're looking to be refueled. They're looking for new ways, new perspectives, new light, because they're doing things they've never done before. That's what this podcast is meant for. It's meant to fuel you in that sense. And I can't help but think of this on the three-year anniversary of the show, how incredible this ride has been. And when I look back on this, this is what I find really fascinating about this. We've done mostly short-form episodes like this one, but we've also done many interviews. And collectively, we've interviewed over 18 millionaires or multimillionaires more than 90% of which did so with their own businesses, right? And what I look for in a guest is simply somebody who has that different kind of perspective because it's that one shift, that one thought, that one idea that can make all the difference, especially when you're down in the trenches and you're working on something great. An inflection point. This actually comes from Andy Grove. And Andy was the, I think he was the second or third uh, CEO of Intel. And he's got a book, It's Only the Paranoid Survive. The book is essentially about how businesses transform to either, either reinvent themselves and grow exponentially or they slowly die. And Intel was facing this challenge in the 1980s where essentially Intel was this massive technology company in so many different fields. And Andy had to oversee the transition of this company on a whim to becoming a chip producer. That's what they do today. That's the majority of the work they do today. But at the time, they were in every vertical. They were at the dawn of the tech age. They nearly did not survive their transition. And what Grove really kind of cemented was this term around an inflection point. And to put it, In his own words, you know, it's more like getting lost on a hike and working your way through a strategic inflection point. It's like venturing into what we call the valley of death, the perilous transition between the old and the new ways of doing business. You march in knowing full well that some of your colleagues will not make it across to the other side. Yet the senior manager's task is to force that march to a vaguely perceived goal in the spirit of the casualties and the middle manager's responsibility is to support that decision in spite rather of the casualties, not in spirit of the casualties, um, because there's no other choice. Why am I reading you this? Here's what I've found. There's a lot of people that crap on the new year, people making changes, people making goals. Guys, take your life for what it is. You have a decision as we change the calendar tomorrow 
to make an improvement or make an adjustment in your life. For many of us, the most revolutionary thing we can do is actually to subtract things, not add them. What do I mean by this? When you think out towards the end of this upcoming year and think about the person you're looking to become, well, that person has probably got a pretty high standard. No one here is trying to get from 10 to 11, right? We're trying to get from 10 to 80, right? We're trying to get from 10 to 25, whatever the case is. We're talking about exponential growth. You don't get exponential growth without exponential change. One thing that Andy also says in this book is that people who have no emotional stake in a decision can see what needs to be done sooner. It's very easy to play keeping up with the Joneses. Looking around at people in your environment, people that you work with, your friends with, your colleagues with, you are supposed to look at them and say that, you know, what are the things that I want in their life and how do I emulate those? It's almost like a subconscious bias we have. We want things that people around us have. It's the material thing. Yet nobody has the same goals that we do. Nobody's on the same path that we're on. Sometimes we get clogged up whether it's looking at what others are doing or maybe being hypercritical about our own work, and we get lost. We get lost from some of the most pivotal things that we can make, pivotal changes or decisions that we can make that ultimately make a world-lasting change and difference in the new year. When you look at a resolution or you look at making a change to your habits, your behaviors, because ultimately that's who we are, that's what we become, You will not have a change in results without a change in your inputs. If you're serious about those, you've got to take time aside in the next few days, in the next few hours, right now. (laughs) Take some time aside and you need to identify where you are going and what you're currently doing that's not in alignment with who that person is and what that person represents. I'm going to leave you with a quote from Batman, right? Because, come on, it's the new year. This is the only Get After a Podcast episode for 2022. And I'll speak more on that in the, years, or in the year to come because, man, there's going to be some fun stuff in 2023. But Batman says, it's not what's underneath that defines you, but what I do. Where is your inflection point this year? What are the small adjustments, the one or two things you can make that open up substantial opportunity to take ground and win in this upcoming year?